loving you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just, yeah, we watched it. Yeah, I, I thought you were pretty good. Yeah, you did great, man. No, you did great. Yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. Kids, kids, the kids loved it. It was uh, it was a packed out theater. Um, it was a blast. Yeah, yeah, hold on. I actually, so I actually have to go. Uh, we're recording an episode, um, so I got I got to run. But yeah, you, you you did awesome. Don't 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 feel self conscious. All right, all right, all right. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later, LeBron. See you. Bye. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, welcome to Nickel Park, a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life. I am your tour guide, Ben. And I am your tour guide, Joshua. And I am your tour guide, Luke. Was that our number one fan that you were on the phone with, Ben? Yeah, it was, it was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he okay. just called. He um, he just wanted. He just was feeling a little self-conscious. I think he was getting in his own head. Um, he was recently in a... A pretty big movie. Well, I mean, you all watched it. It was uh, Space Space Jam. Oh yeah, yeah. Space Jam Two. Mm-hmm. Yep. I saw that. Uh, I saw that last night. Actually, Eden and I went out and watched it in theaters. Yeah. So I mean, I thought it was excellent. He. I mean, he was. He was feeling a little. I think he was feeling a little bad, but hmm. you know, he's yeah, following I, in some pretty big footsteps. Yeah. As, exactly. Like, the comparison. As, as one of the few live action people. In, in the Space Jam series, mm-hmm. well, the like the main character, really, right? Well, live action main character. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we all know who the real main character is: Tasmanian Devil. Right, Lola Bunny. Well, I thought it was. Um, do you? I like the old woman, the Tweety Bird's owner. Yeah, Granny. Yeah, Granny. Are we going to talk about, uh, so? Can we, okay, so Luke and I brought up an interesting point. Luke said Lola Bunny. I said Tasmanian Devil. Are we going to talk, should we talk about the uh, the illegitimate son of Lola Bunny and Tasmanian Devil, the Tasmanian Bunny? Because I thought that was a weird direction to take the movie in. I, you know, it was a funny scene and all. But mm-hmm. like the, the the like whole setup for that and how much into detail they went about how he was born out of wedlock and all that stuff, it was I don't know, it seemed like a lot for a kid's movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The kids I, I so I went with other kids, of course, and none of them really got that part. Mm-hmm. Like it was like the the concept was funny of the the um the bunny spinning around and his ears were you know like a helicopter and he was mm-hmm. kicking up dust and flying around and right. dunking the balls um and then so that they like they just laughed at the the sight but it wasn't like I don't think they understood the the concept they didn't get the uh, sort of like it was really aimed at adults at that point yeah yeah it was a real like a very uh, mature beeline for the story right well while we're on the topic of lola bunny you know there was all those people who were upset about how they kind of uh what's the best way to say it de-sexied her right brought her into the modern times right Mm. right just a little more child appropriate but what Mm -hmm, people didn't talk about is how they did sexify elmer fudd Yes. People weren't talking about that. But you know what? Kids noticed. That's yeah. Like kids kids I would say kids noticed maybe more than adults. Yeah. 
I I I can remember specifically a scene where Elmer Elmer Fudd is uh, cleaning uh, his gun, like he's polishing it, and I remember seeing like a parent covering their child's eye during like during the movie. Right, mm. right. The kids I was with, they were just like they were like, ah, look at his lumpy pants. They just said that a lot, and because <laughs> he like because of how tight his like because they really like they fitted his his. Boy, were they fitted. Like, I've never thought about Elmer as sort of a thick dude, but he was looking, does, he was filling, he was filling them out, you know? Mm. Right. No doubt. Um, and he did something with his voice. Like, you know, he's got like the classic Elmer Fudd voice, mm-hmm. but it was like they just, it was just a little husky, you know? Like, it was just a little, like a little husky whisper-ish, you know? A little gravelly. Yeah. Wesky. <laughs> exactly like that. Nah, you got it. Wask- <laughs> it's wascally, right? Wascally, yeah. Wascally wabbits. Yeah, he was always yeah, he was always ending it was so things. Breathy. Mm. It was real it was real breathy, yeah. Oh man. I didn't hate like it was okay, it was weird. I didn't hate it. No. I feel like Elmer Fudd's gotten a bad rap mm-hmm. through the years. Yeah. And, I mean, LeBron, I mean, let's be honest, knocked it out of the park. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, there Yeah, there was that baseball scene. Right. But. Um, right, to pay homage to the, to the first one where Michael right. Jordan played baseball. Right. Yeah, there were a lot of throwbacks in this one. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. What's what was your all's favorite throwback from this episode to the or from this sorry this movie to the first one? I really enjoyed the uh, the Larry Bird cameo where mm-hmm. he yeah. um, he's go remember he's going up for that dunk in the scene, and then they reveal that this whole time he's been an actual bird and he's like Tweety Bird's cousin. You remember that part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and and he does do a, a very good dunk as a bird. Um, so I thought that was that was pretty cool. I did think it was really cool that uh, LeBron was wearing Air Jordans for the whole movie. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he has his own shoe line to promote, but I think it was cool that he was paying his respects to the original with the, right. with the Jordans. I liked how in the so do you guys remember in the first one um, how they just included like five minutes of some of Dave Chappelle's stand up. Mm hmm. I love. I mean, the first that made the movie in the first one because let's be honest, Michael Jordan was uh, he was pretty bad at acting. Mm-hmm. Um, he was good at um, dunking the balls and shooting them from range, but yeah. Dave Chappelle's cameo was so good. Um, yeah, and I liked how they brought him back for this one, and they get. But I felt like they gave him more time on this one. It seemed lengthy. Yeah, he covered a lot. He covered a lot of hot topics. In a brief amount of time. Uh, here's the legitimate question. Are they, so the group of Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. like as a collective, are they called the Loonies or the Looney Tunes or the Tunes? Well, the weird thing is, is the it's Toon, Toon Squad. Toon Squad. And isn't it T-U-N-E? Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. Wait, what? I think it is. Yeah. Looney Tunes, like Looney Tunes is T-O-O-N-S. I don't uh, think it is. I think that's a common misconception by the public. I think you're a common misconception. Yeah, it's tune. T- yeah, tune's like the song. Mm-hmm. Tune oh as in gosh. music. 
Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, which is interesting. Did they start out as all musical? What? Not that I remember ever. There were there were a lot. There were a lot of them. Like bugs. There's there's a lot of bugs and and bugs and fud skits as they call them. There's a lot of bugs and fuds out there um, that are just like orchestral, like orchestra numbers. Yeah. Like some classical music and them running around with some words, but a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one where like Elmer Fudd's like, Hurricane, Lightning, Thunder. Yeah, I've actually recently seen that one within the last year. Uh, well, yeah, everyone should go watch um, Space Jam 2, Return of the Space. It's a good, fl- good flick. Um, have you guys, uh, have y'all been keeping up with the news at all? Cause I have to admit I'm woefully out of the loop. I haven't personally. Mostly been Space Jam news, related news. Um, keeping track of things for old Ronnie baby, but I do have some crazy news. Uh, this old bit where I will read you all. Two real headlines and one fake one. And you guys have to guess which one I made up. Oh, I do uh, love this one. Yeah, I like this. This is good. We'll make it We'll make it quick. Uh, okay. First trilogy. One, irritated cat rides around on bunny rabbit in hilarious video. Two, okay. goop founder Gwyneth Paltrow takes aim at racial injustice with new VR app for Oculus. And three, Taskmaster's Alex Horn confirms new book with over 100 tasks and a special prize for one reader. Oh my gosh. Wow. These are things, all things that I'm interested in. Right. <laughs> I love that. Did, uh, so the first one, did you say a, uh, a cat riding a bunny? I said mm-hmm. a cat riding a bunny. It is. Okay. That's interesting because cats are typically larger in that yeah. matchup. Mm-hmm. Didn't watch. I didn't watch the video. Okay, it's interesting okay. because it was fake, or was it? Or was it? No one knows. And the second one, and then Goop, founder Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. ending racism. Yep, she's getting in. She's trying to solve racial injustice with a new VR app for Oculus. New VR app. That sounds that, like something she would do. But that also sounds really like something does. Ben would come up with. <laughs> That's the bummer of it. And then the uh, last one, Alex Horn, book yeah. of a hundred tasks. Book of a hundred tasks, special prize for one reader. I the- want to go with the bunny and the cat. Um, I'm gonna go with Alex Horn. Both wrong. It was goop. It was goop. What goop? No way. Paltrow actually is into racism. And <laughs> you heard it here first. She's probably not. She's probably going to sue me a lot for that. <laughs> no, the other two were real. Wow. So now now you all know there's a book wow. out there with 100 tasks written I by I want Alex that Horn. book. Yeah. I also Did, know that there's a cat, or sorry, a bunny large enough for a cat to ride. Yeah. That's for an irritated scary. cat. Yeah. Wait, the cat was upset that he was doing the riding? I don't know. I wish I could go back and find this article again. At the time, it seemed like mildly interesting, but now that you all have really picked it apart, it seems uh-huh. much more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the Gwyneth Paltrow thing, there I heard that, but it wasn't her. It was someone else, and they were actually working on a VR app. 
that would like put you in the shoes of someone of a different background Hmm. and uh, just you could experience like what a day in the life would be like interesting that sounds racist (laughs) it was on npr so it can't be Uh, are you white well this is how black people live are you yeah. black? Well, this is how white people live. I would I think it. I'm I think it only went one way to see the stereotypical and things that they put in. You know, you guys want three more? Uh, I mean, I think we got enough. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I was about to actually say f your news, so um, <laughs> that kind of goes along. I'm just saying we could save them because we. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Go hop off the phone, uh, the call, and I think I'll just go talk to Ron more because he was way more encouraging. So, <laughs> Ron, hey. Hey, folks, welcome to the ad booth, part of the show where we bring you the latest wheels and deals from some of our supporters. As you know, we like to go big, then go home. So first, we're going to go big with a national company. It's Yellow Cab. Everybody's heard of Yellow Cab. They got cabs in every major city, in some not-so-major cities. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're a pretty big deal. Yep. They hit Buddy the Elf in Elf. Yep. Yeah, they've helped a ton of people in a lot of movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the main character of that uh, taxi movie called uh, Taxi, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. So they were in that movie, but they're also in real life, and they were doing a thing now. Um, they are calling it the Transborder Experience. So as we all know, taxi cabs are under a little bit of fire. There's mm-hmm. Uber. There's Lyft. There's all these companies out there where people are using their own private cars to tow you around from place to place. That's really cramping the taxis sort of business, getting in their market. So they're trying to come up with something new and fresh. And what they've come up with is this transborder experience. So if you've mm-hmm. ever wanted to go to Mexico or if you've ever wanted to come back from Mexico with a bunch of stuff, this is the service for you. So basically what they do, you call ahead, you schedule a trip, and uh, they pick you up from wherever you are in Mexico or in the U.S., uh, as long as you're decently close to the border, it, they, there's a certain range. You can look it up, but it's it's still pretty cool. You basically call ahead. They ask you what kind of meal you want. They get you a drink. Uh, there's room in the trunk. They've got kind of a safe back there where you can put valuables. Uh, you know, I mean, you want to go to Mexico. You want to pick up some, some trinkets, mm-hmm. some fun stuff. I do. I definitely want to go to Mexico and pick up some stuff. And you can just bring it back, and uh, it's just a, it's all around good experience. Yeah, it's great. Um, they're doing all kinds of uh, they're they're adding all kinds of features to make this experience just like the best that it can be. Um, one really cool thing that they're doing is they have airless tires, so their tires on their taxis um, are just solid rubber, um, which means that no flat tires. So if you're cruising. Um, and you hit like, a you know, really gnarly pothole, or maybe you run over a pile of nails or one of those like police barricade stoppers for whatever reason is on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you can drive right over that thing, any of those things, and, uh, you won't get a flat tire. So your, your, uh, 
your drive, your ride is not going to be delayed in any way. And I think that's super cool. That is really cool. And another thing going along with just like no delays, the they've prearranged a deal with um, Border Patrol down there that since um, all the people, all the people using this service are vetted before and it's all totally legit. Um, they just let you drive on through. No questions mm-hmm. asked. They have a, a special lane for you at the border and you just cruise on cruise on over in style and comfort. Yeah. Um, it's also cash only, which is nice because uh, you don't want to get bogged down by like credit fees or making sure that transfers right. go through. Like it's easy, old school. Here's the money. On your way. Plus, it's fun to just kind of, you know, throw money around if you're on a on a extravagant trip. Oh, yeah. Um, well, real quick, I think they did update it. I think they do accept crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. They'll take crypto. and But, yeah, speaking of money, like, it's fun to just throw money around. And, actually, they will, um, they will actually, like, exchange. Like, if you got a bunch of hundreds, they'll actually turn those. They'll uh, – it's, like – a neat service if for some reason you wind up with a bunch of hundreds on the on the trip they will actually exchange them for just like 20s or something more useful because like if you it's so tough to deal with hundreds you know mm-hmm. it is it's such a hassle cumbersome um, it's so inconvenient in this yeah. especially in the states everybody's right. so suspicious and i feel like in the u.s mm-hmm. like you bring a hundred dollar bill into the home depot and they gotta get out the magnifying glass and check it before you know they know it's good right so no but just nobody makes bats an eye with a 20 right right it, it is interesting though they have a unique way of um giving you your change back uh so like if you exchange 100 for for some 20s um they give them to you in like these tight little rolled up like tubes yeah like a like a, a like a pocket full of them it's it's interesting but it's you know it's what sets them apart Anyway, so all I have to say, if you have been itching to go to Mexico and you're worried about the the trip down or the trip back, don't even worry about it. Yellow Cab has got you. They will take you across the border and back. It's a, you know, it's a it's a reasonable fee, but it's a great experience. Again, great food on the drive. Get get a nice drink, bring all your luggage, bring some friends. It's uh it's a really good time. Try it out, the transborder experience. I think right now, if you call, you can get 10% off uh, the two-way trip down and back. You can schedule both uh, if you use the code NICKELPARK. Awesome. Excellent. Sweet. Well, that's going to take us on home to a Louisville organization. Um, They are up and coming uh, because... Uh, Louisville may have a small airport, but it's big on travel. You got the Derby and stuff like that. And so it's a very travel minded town. Um, and this company, uh, it's called body bags. And what body bags is doing is they are revolutionizing the luggage industry. They are making luggage better is the easiest way to put it. And they're making luggage more, uh, well, to be honest, they're making it more luggage focused. A lot of people, you know, they're more, a lot of luggage companies, they're really focused on um, the consumer and the person that is using the luggage. They're, you know, they want like 
a phone charger connected to it. They want, you know, really good wheels for it to roll on, you know, mm-hmm. stupid stuff like that. But no one ever actually thinks about the luggage that is inside of the luggage bag. Um, because it's usually you open it up and it's just like one, maybe two compartments and you just throw your luggage in there. It's, it's stupid. Um, so body bags is revolutionizing, uh, the industry with, uh, easy to carry, throw it over your shoulders, hence the name, uh, luggage that is optimized for, um, whatever you need to transport inside of your luggage bag. Um, so we're just going to hit on a couple of high notes, uh, if you guys wanted to dive into that. Definitely. Um, so just going off first glance, they sent me one. Did they send you guys a, mm-hmm. a, a bag? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for, on first glance, super comfortable, I would say. Like, mm. um, if I were my clothes getting in the bag, I would feel very comfortable in that space. Like, the it's very padded and mm. uh, like a nice breathable material, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, that was the first thing I noticed, just premium quality comfort. Yeah. Uh, another really cool thing about them is they have a lot of like smaller, uh, like pouches and stuff that line the edge, um, that is actually really good for food. Um, they're actually designed for food because a lot of people travel with snacks and stuff, but usually you want the snack when you land, you know? Um, and that's, easier to get to if you have a pouch that is insulated, um, maybe even waterproof. Um, some of them even have like holes for straws, like one way valves so that you could put a straw through and drink out of the pouch, um, Mm -hmm. all inside of this one bag. Um, and again, being comfortable, super important, um, for your clothes not to get damaged. And then in addition to that, having food inside of there that you could travel with is, is, you know, super help helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, they can be pressurized. Like mm-hmm. one of the mm-hmm. things I've struggled with on long flights, uh, is just the, like you get up high in the sky, it's real low pressure. Like, you know, mm-hmm. us in the cabin, we're fine. Um, but all the stuff in the bags right. is experiencing just like a lot like low pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice that you can kind of pump it up. So then like your, you know, your shampoo and whatnot doesn't, doesn't, doesn't have any problems. Um, helps keep the temperature a little warmer. Like, I mean, you hate get, just getting your bag off the flight and opening it up and your shirts are cold and frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think that's a neat. It's a neat feature. You can do it with a bike pump. Just kind of pressurize it real quick. I think they sell also a motor, like a little mm-hmm. um, compressor. But yeah, the bike pump's super convenient. Sort that's of in cool. the moment, you know. Yeah, and I'll touch on this real quick. It also is equipped with a built-in parachute. So in the event of you know, God forbid, a catastrophic event on the airplane. Um, your luggage is going to be okay. You know, if it, if it feels, you know, it falling, it's got a little computer inside of it. If it feels that increase in velocity, um, it'll deploy a parachute so that, you know, any valuables or, um, clothing that you have, uh, will, will land safely. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, uh, that's body bags. 
Um, you can check them out at bdy-bgs.com. Um, and people who use the promo code Nickel Park will get 10% off their first juice box. Folks, now we are at the point of the podcast where we like to take conventional problems and solve them unconventionally. Um, we recently stumbled upon an app uh, by the name of Nextdoor. Um, maybe some of you have heard about it, but Nextdoor is basically a service where you can connect with, and it's basically like Facebook, but for a, but for your neighborhood. Um, so you can post, you know, we're having a yard sale this week, stuff like that. Um, but I signed up for Nextdoor because I thought it would be a great place to find some problems that people are experiencing um, out in the world, and maybe we could uh, could help some people out. So uh, I am I am a current resident, according to Nextdoor, uh, in Hollywood, Florida, uh, and this was a post that I found today uh, that I think we could probably help out with. So I'll I'll read it real qu- real quick, and then. Um, if we want, we could go through some of the comments, and, and if not, we can put in our two cents. Um, so here we go. Uh, this is by K.K. Uh, they write, uh, Tamerlane car break-ins, period. A new rash of car break-ins in Tamerlane. New twist. They leave the door cracked open so the car battery goes dead as an extra bonus. So lock them up, refocus your ring cameras, and put mouse traps under your seat, folks. And petty thieves, grow up. Find another cure for your summertime blues. Hmm. And that is from KK. I appreciate the message to the thieves. Yes. That's, that's a nice touch. I think that probably changed a lot of hearts right there. Yeah. They're like, oh, wow. I hadn't thought about it. Maybe we mm-hmm. shouldn't. Right. It's recognizing that, like, that people who do this kind of stuff are part of the community still. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they're on next door. Right, right. Soon, the the people in the neighborhood were like, "We got to get something to communicate where you know the the vagrants can't hear us." So they make a website. It's called Next Door. Start sharing a bunch of secrets, and then the the hoodlums are like, "Wait a minute, we need to be <laughs> on this so we can figure out what they're talking about." Right. But now the people have got wise. Know the crooks are for sure on Next Door. Hmm. Um. So before, I mean, if, if you guys have any ideas, feel free to share them. But uh, one person did post uh, a, a potential solution to their problem. Um, so EG says, when I'm home at night, I wrap my key fob in aluminum foil. This will block the key fob booster uh, from picking up the signal from your key fob. So apparently these thieves are using key boosters or fob boosters uh, to hijack your key fob signal and to unlock your car. But just a simple little bit of aluminum foil at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. That'll solve it. Good a go. little, a little pajama cap, a little sleepy time cap for your keys. Yeah. A little key, key jays. I'm key jays. Oh shoot. That's good. That is very oh. good. Trademark. <laughs> um, I'm gonna make a little cup out of aluminum foil, I think, for my keys, and just put them in the cup. 
Oh, that's a good idea. That's way easier. I'm just going to wrap my car in aluminum foil. Have they thought of that? Have they, did he even mm. stop to think about that? If he just wraps mm. his whole car in aluminum foil, no signals can even get into the car. That's a really good point. Plus, if a thief sees a car wrapped in you know metal, they're going to be like, wow, that's, that car is really locked down. No yeah, point in messing mm. with that. Not getting in that bad boy. Nope. Um, I really appreciate how the poster... Mm-hmm. of this thing gave us our first solution mm, and that yes. is mouse traps under your seat mouse traps mm-hmm. under the seat that's so good yeah i can't now, is it because the thieves are going to be rummaging under your seat and their little fingies are going to get snapped i think so i think that's the point okay uh, now, i thought it was because they use mice to get in and <laughs> unlock the cars was that wrong? Uh, yeah, no, I think yeah, crime, crime mice. Mm-hmm. I've I'm not familiar with crime mice. Um, you lit them out under the car, and then, um, or you like put them in the exhaust or something like mm. that, and then you go hold the cheese next to the little unlock thing on the door. Okay. Um, and eventually they come out. They see the cheese. They come towards it, and you've trained them so they know like pull up, get the cheese. Right. Mm-hmm. As you were saying about my mouse traps? Uh, yeah, I just think it's a good idea. No. Wait, I said it was a good idea, but then I thought secondarily that maybe it would just make them more mad and want to take even more of your things. Depends on how much it hurt. Like, there's a certain True. amount of pain that would make me mad, and then there's, a, like, the next level of pain is I'm going to leave and go to the hospital. Right. right. And I'm no longer mad. I'm now incredibly sad and in a lot of pain. Or, we hadn't thought about this, maybe it's the sticky type of mousetrap. So, they Ooh. reach down there, okay. and they got these mouse traps stuck on their hands, and you can't, you can't do any thieving with those on your hands. You can't grab anything with them. That's good. That's very true. That's actually led me to a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Flypaper seat covers. <laughs> okay. Okay. You want to catch crooks getting in your car. What better way to catch them than with flypaper? Come out in the morning, the crook is still stuck so in his there. car. <laughs> and he's so mad about it. But there's nothing he can do because his butt and his back are stuck to your seat. I like that a lot. That's gonna My- You just throw those on at the end of the day. Yeah, my brain went the opposite direction of, like, lubing up your car handle. Mm. <laughs> and then whenever you go to work in the morning, you just have the real sticky, rubbery gloves that you mm-hmm. open your door with. But they're obviously not going to be prepared for that. Right. right. They're going to yank on it, slip, and hit their head with their own hand. Mm-hmm. Quite possible. Yeah. You yeah, could lube you could... up your whole driveway around the car, too. Just kind of make it a real home alone scenario. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. They could, they just can't quite get to the car. <laughs> They're out here getting hit by irons and paint cans and mm-hmm. hot doorknobs. Hot knobs. Hot, hot hot knobs is good. Hot knobs is good. What? Yeah. What? Just run a little current through your doorknob. Okay. Your, door, your uh your car handle. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's just like an additional lock. Yeah, just run it through your whole car. 
Anybody yeah. so much as even touches your car. Mm-hmm. Zap. I like that. Fried. It's not a bad idea. It's also, I feel like actually possible. Yeah, especially with all these electric cars. Yeah, what? Elon Musk should figure that out, like the face detection for your car, and if it's not you or someone that you've programmed in there, it just electrocutes you. <laughs> just kills you. Moderately. Instantly. Moderate execution. Ele- electrocution. What? Got it. I said it wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't catch it. Electrocution. Electrocution. That's, yeah, that's Jeff Bezos's Bezos' business business's new car. It's all electric, and it's got Alexa in it. Alexacution. Yeah, and she executes you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff Bezos' take on the electric chair. We got to find a new guy now, because he's not the CEO of Amazon anymore, and I don't know who the new guy is, but Wait, his what? name's not going to be fun like Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. He's not the CEO anymore? No, he retired. Uh, let's look it up. I think he's still on the board or something. Okay, this is pretty good, though. Andy Jassy. Andy Jassy. J-A-S-S-Y. Jassy. Andy Jassy. Andy Jassy. Andy Jassy sounds like like an old-timey man or a cowboy. I Uh, agree. It sounds like something you need, like, Pepto-Bismol to take care of. Yeah, so it sounds like a I got a bad case of Andy Jassy. I got Andy (laughs) Jassy. Um... Yeah, so I, this is way off topic. Uh, I heard from a, a coworker that um, old Jeff, now that he's retired, he's he's commissioned a yacht. Yes. Oh my gosh! Have you seen it? It's huge. It has sails because of the environment. But then he was like, "Ah, shoot! If I put these sails for wind power on my enormous yacht, mm-hmm. I can't land my helicopter on it. So I need a buddy <laughs> yacht." That's purely for my helicopter and for all my slaves to sleep in. So he's got a regular sized yacht that follows his behemoth sail yacht just so he can land his helicopter and so that that smaller yacht can ferry him into the ports where his big boat won't fit. Oh my gosh. That is so good. That is such billionaire stuff. Oh my gosh. This is I'm I learned this on a recent podcast, so this is probably stealing, but I it's been my fun fact of the month. Do you know what the difference between a ship and a boat is? Uh uh. Bigness. Spelling? Nope. nope. <laughs> well, okay, all right. <laughs> like when do, when do, when does a boat become a ship? If it's when it turns if it's, thirteen. God I'm <laughs> real if it's real deep in the water. <laughs> No, uh, ships have boats. So if a, if a what? if a sea vessel has a smaller sea vessel on it, the smaller one is called a boat, and the bigger one is a ship. Ships have boats. Oh, okay, interesting. So you're saying yeah. I can take my flat bottom fishing boat mm-hmm. and drag my kayak on it and call <laughs> it a ship? I think it has to be carried by it. So if yeah, you yeah, took yeah. a model yeah, ship yeah, on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Not drag it behind. Like, I'm going to pull the kayak oh, okay. onto my fishing boat, mm-hmm. and I'm going to call it a fishing ship. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's fine. That's excellent. That is that is a great fact. Isn't that so good? I, I thought I that like was that. so interesting. Um, but cars, though. Do you guys want to yeah. know how I protect my car at night? I do. Mm-hmm. I have a big, me-sized, like, um, fake body. 
and I just kind of set it in there. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like someone's in the car all night mm. long, and it's hmm. pretty spooky. That is good. Is really you want to know what, what I do, actually? Mm-hmm. True, real story. Mm-hmm. I have an 03 Chevy Impala, <laughs> and no one's interested. <laughs> oh, that's the whole, that's the solution. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's good. Like. <laughs> I, weren't you telling me the other day, though, that you actually found, like, $5 in your car, and it said, you need this more than I do? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that was somebody else I was thinking of. It might have been someone else, but that's very good. <laughs> actually, have you guys ever had your car broken into? Yeah. No. I have. Because um, I leave my car unlocked habitually. Right. Um, mm-hmm. My car's not quite as old and sad as Luke's, but it's getting there. Um, it's maybe more broken on the inside. Not its spirit. Its spirit is strong. Its body is breaking. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, somebody broke in, and I had a backpack in the back. It was it was a nice backpack. It was a gift, though, and it was full. I had a white T-shirt in it, an undershirt. Mm-hmm. Um, also in the bag was a silver necklace and some assorted stuff. And also in the car at the time were $200 snowboard boots and my climbing shoes, Mm -hmm. which are also quite expensive, and I don't know, other assorted stuff. And all they took was the backpack and the white shirt, and they left the chain in the car. What? Yep. They left the silver chain and just took a backpack and a t-shirt. They're like, these shoes are dumb. I can't even wear them good. They don't bend in the middle. They (laughs) hurt my feet. Did we get it? I think we got it. I don't know. I I feel like we really didn't even scratch the surface. Mm. I think we talked a lot about Jeff Bezos and didn't quite solve it for the good people of Hollywood, Florida. Mm. Or you can maybe think on it and come back to it. I like the thing where you put the shotgun on the... This is a Florida thing. You put the shotgun on the floorboard and you tie the string to the trigger and the other end of the string to the door. So when it opens, <laughs> the shotgun goes off. That's some real Home Alone stuff. Yeah. Put That's an alligator in it. Put an alligator in it. Alligator, that's good. They got their... There are alligators aplenty in Florida. Yeah. Grab one, put it in. Park, yeah. Just park your, park your car in a lake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one's gonna even touch it. Don't have a car. Don't have a car. Tough to have a car broken into if you don't have a car. Right. Get a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Do you guys know what we've just done? What have we just done? We've just answered a question mm-hmm. where the solution, the best solution, mm-hmm. one of the most efficient solutions was wow. not not a had nothing tube. to do with pneumatic tubes or vacuums or anything. Wow. I mean, I could come up with a solution, but it's not yeah, the best one. It wouldn't be great, though. No. I suck, suck them out of your car mm-hmm. once they get in. That's yeah, that good, though. Dumb, for <laughs> sure. Don't like that. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening and joining us today on this adventure, on this safari. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can follow us. Please follow us uh, on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Or you can email us at nickelparktours at gmail.com. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. 
Uh, please tell your friends and family and dog and anyone you love and care about uh, and hold dear in this world about our show. Um, I love you. <laughs> and I'm Ben. <laughs> and I'm Lou. See you next time. <laughs> Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.